Welcome to the Guide Nest podcast, where we explore the joyous experiences and stories that exist and thrive in our world, but that we might not necessarily hear about every day. Through the container of deeply connective conversations, story sharing and truth telling, we explore the magic of our collective experiences. To celebrate our triumphs, learn from our trials and challenges, and to share an alternative for the future that we want to create together. Every episode is a small window into the lives of the people I get to connect with. I'm your host and guide, Ness, and it is an honour to be able to create and share this space with you in 2023. My intention is to open up spaces of deep heartfulness, presence and connection with ourselves, each other and our world. To empower you with the tools and the courage that you need to be able to share your stories and truths fearlessly. So if you're a mover and a shaker, an inspired motivator, a presence and purpose cultivator, or an experience-driven creative, this podcast is for you. So let's take a deep breath, let's commit to our present moment, and receive the integrations that empower us to embody our fullest, more content selves. Let's do this. G'day, g'day, and welcome to the first episode of the Guide Nest podcast in 2023. Oh, how exciting. I'm very excited. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for continuing to support me in this work that I'm quite, I'm not quite sure where it will go at this point in time, but I'm just kind of really excited to strap in for the ride to be able to speak to some incredible people about their stories. Um, and to create expansion for our collective through the container that is the Guide Nest podcast as well. So, yes, very grateful, very excited for what this year is going to hold. Um, I actually wanted to start off today just by doing a small grounding activity, um, mostly for myself, but also if you're at home or if you're at work and you're listening and you want to do the activity as well, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, It's a simple activity where I'll kind of walk you through it and as I walk you through it there will be certain prompts and things that I say that you can either choose to say and repeat for yourself um, or you can just listen to the integrations that you receive from the space as well. So without further ado, let's get started. So I encourage you all to just settle into your space and take a big deep breath into all your body and your bones, your flesh, your hands, your chest. Puffing up that chest and exhaling and on the exhale releasing any stuck energy, anything that might feel caught between you and what you want. I encourage you to take another big deep breath in and breathing out really steeply one more big deep breath in and release I gratefully welcome you into the space that is the guide nest podcast I set an intention for this podcast for this year to be one of deep shared truth telling into this container this sacred container i call in the divine sources of support 
that love us unconditionally. I call forth our ancestors who support us along timelines, dimensions, frequencies, space and time to be with us, to walk with us and to guide our path with a fifth dimensional knowing and understanding of truth. In the name of God, in the name of the universe, I call forth and I invoke the energy of all of our guides, our archangels, guardian angels, all the dragons, beings, frequencies and helpers that serve this process unconditionally with love. I call them into the room and call them into the space. I'm going to start off by calling forth the Archangels of the Horizontal Plane, starting with Archangel Gabriel of Water, calling this energy forth, imagining the color blue lighting up your spherical aura, calling forth Archangel Raphael, Archangel of Air, the color of this angel is green, inviting this color and this angel to be part of your frequency and your energy, calling him to you now, calling forth the energy of Archangel Michael, Archangel of Fire, Red Hot Fire, Calling in that beautiful red energy into your auric field now. And then calling in Archangel Uriel, Archangel of Earth. And calling in that color of purple into your auric field now. And we call forth all of the star races, star councils, star families that support this process and support you in this journey, calling forth all of your celestial beings, galactic helpers that are here to see you succeed and thrive, calling them forth to you now, allowing their support and their love for us enter through our crown chakra. And then calling in the archangels of the vertical plane Calling forth Archangel Metatron, Archangel of the Grand Central Sun, to fill the room or the place that you are sitting in, the space that you're inhabiting, with a fifth dimensional frequency and grid of light. To hold the walls, the floors, the doors and the windows and mirrors, the energy of truth. Calling forth Archangel Sandalphon, Archangel of Earth, to fill your earthly body with a fifth dimensional frequency of understanding and knowing, of deep integration of the truth within us. Let's take another deep breath in and release. 
just recognizing that we are calling in a lot of different energies and so it's important that we stay in the body grounded in our own frequency moving forth from a place of power and strength take a moment to hold gratitude in your heart if you don't know what the frequency or the energy of gratitude feels like just hold the word thank you in your head until you feel it rise in your chest gratitude is a fifth dimensional frequency that helps uphold us into the spaces and places that create the best and brightest manifestations for us always. When we hold ourselves in a place of gratitude, it becomes easier to receive with love all of the blessings that are waiting to be ours. I encourage you now to spread that gratitude all throughout your physical body, starting from your head, Moving down your neck, down your shoulders, your arms, your chest, tummy, hips, sexual organs, thighs, calves, feet. Just giving thanks for your physical body, for yourself, for all you have done to reach this incredible point in time where you get to be you in this present moment. Take another deep breath in, calling in more space, more light, and exhaling anything stuck or heavy. Now we set an intention to connect to the earth, to the earthly realms of Gaia, the beautiful planet of which we are so blessed to be able to walk upon thrive from and live with. Imagine that you have big roots growing from the soles of your feet into the ground, reaching deeply through rock, through earth, through mud, water, until you reach a ring of fire that protects the heart of the earth. You can allow your roots to linger here, allowing that fire to come up your roots, knowing that it won't burn you, but that it will cleanse anything within you and around you that does not serve your highest and best good. Just breathe gently as this cleansing process takes place, trusting and knowing that it is done as soon as you set the intention for it to be done. Taking another slow, gentle, deep breath in. Exhaling. Once you feel like you've sat with this process for long enough, you can reach your roots past this layer of fire down further into the core of the earth, the white heart of Gaia, 
you might feel a slight tingling in your fingers or your toes or an overwhelming sense of being held and calmness within your soul, within the seat of your soul. You can stay here. I like to play with my roots by intertwining them with the energy of the white heart. And then when you're ready, you can ask Gaia to share some of her beautiful grounding energy with you. Using your breath to draw it deeply up your roots, up through your feet, through your legs, through your arms, your chest, your stomach, your neck, your head. Deeply allowing the energy of Gaia to permeate your entire physical body. Breathe deeply into this truth. No matter where you go, you can access this resource of healing this resource of grounding stability for yourself. You can sit with this presence, pause this video, this recording for as long as you need and just enjoy the integrations that you might receive from sitting and being in this space of ease, of expansion, of deep love. When you're ready, you can return to the space in which you are inhabiting and just feel yourself, fill your body with awareness and presence. What does it mean to have fingers and hands? A body that you can use for deep creation and knowledge, for fun and for joy. Thank you for completing this activity of mindfulness. This present moment awareness that you can bring to your body and to your spirit in every moment. Ooz, ooz. Welcome to the Guide Nest podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting this incredible work that I am so, so grateful that I get to do to be able to 
sit in connection and just talk to you um, is an absolute privilege. So thank you for your time. Thank you for lending me your ear. Um, and I hope that I know that the integrations that uh, we will move through in this episode will be entirely powerful. So I thank you again for supporting the Guidance podcast. Um, if you have any ideas, any questions for me or for any of our upcoming guests, send them through. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I definitely envision this podcast taking on a more collaborative uh, experience into the future. Uh, I'm talking um, why is life so hard questions. I'm talking um, tell me a little bit about uh, mindfulness. I'm talking um, I've been trying to meditate for three years and nothing seems to be working. What do I do? Um, any of those questions that you'd like to share with me, I would more than happily answer any of them. So send them through. Um, you can find us on Instagram at um, guideness alignment. I believe somebody's got to check me in on this stuff sometimes because I forget. But um, otherwise, you can hit up our website at www.guidness.com.au. Um, and I'm just checking it for you now. It is guidness underscore alignment. Hit us up on Instagram if you have any questions or if you'd like um, something, a piece of poetry or something that you write or share to to be shared on the podcast. But yes, today I really wanted to start with a mindfulness activity, which I'm really glad that we were able to move into. And I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the plans for the podcast over the year, um, but also to channel some integrations that came through for me personally um, when I sat down to have this conversation with myself. So I think recently something that I've really been moving through and unpacking for myself is pain and the way that we show up and deal with the pain that is created within our bodies when it's time to really stop, take stock, pay attention and listen to the integrations that our body is trying to share with us. And I think what I've realized over my experience of having a body for the last 20, 27 years, almost 28, um, is that the body is often an afterthought in a lot of the things that we do. And that tends to make me a little bit sad. Um, and I, sometimes I think we feel our emotions on a bodily level. And so when I say that that makes me sad, it feels like my body feels that emotion of sadness. And that's something that I think that we generally tend to forget sometimes as well, is that our body is such a powerful tool in being able to even integrate, experience and feel the emotions that we experience as a soul embodying a body. Now I feel that without a body, a lot of these experiences of pain, a lot of these experiences of joy wouldn't necessarily be able to be held and metabolized in the way that we are able to do so today, which I think is something that is incredibly beautiful and something that I'm deeply, deeply grateful for my body for. Um, but yeah, I think I, I've experienced such a long, long journey with my body in general. Um, we all have as individuals and I, I feel 
that we're only beginning to graze the surface of what it is our bodies are truly capable of and what we are capable of when we work together with our bodies to achieve the things that we want to achieve. Um, I always channel messages for other people about the body, but then I sometimes can get into the space where I forget that those channeled messages are exactly what is meant for me sometimes to be hearing about my own body. So I guess the question here today is, what can we learn from pain that teaches us how to show up for ourselves? And so recently I've been experiencing a lot of pain both physical, emotional, and spiritual pain. Um, And it has moved me so deeply that I think it's caused me to shift an entire understanding of consciousness within myself. So how I previously related and engaged with food, for example, is such a long and winding journey of understanding at the beginning that food is important, Um, And coming from a family where food was so loved. So my my father is from China and my mother is from Chile. And both of those countries and cultures adore food. (laughs) Um, And their food is absolutely exquisite and beautiful. Our dinner tables were always filled with such a beautiful mix of foods um, that were both nutritious but also absolutely delicious. And so I think in my life... My love for food, there was never a shortage of, and it definitely was, it's been something I've struggled with for most of my life. Um, I'm only really beginning to truly understand the extent of which most of my choices are affected by that big love that I have for food. And sometimes I feel that it's such a big laid issue because it's not just about food, it's about the fact that It's also a a place for me to relate to family to. It's also a deep comfort for when I'm feeling sad or uncomfortable or bored. It's also a nourishment for our bodies. So when we understand the deep levels that exist within the layers of our love for things that maybe in copious amounts aren't so good for us, Um, it becomes easier to truly begin to understand ourselves in that space too. So um, all throughout high school, I I really struggled with disordered eating and um, it's something that really manifested itself into my life as I continued to get older and meet new people and experience new things. I think the worst of it was... Um, when I was involved in politics and I really, really loved politics at the time, but I think it was also simultaneously, I say this to a lot of people, it was simultaneously the best and worst experience for me at the time because it really brought out a lot of my inner pain points and shame points. Um, but without the experience, I wouldn't have been able to come to this point of self-actualization and realization of the habits behaviors and patterns that perhaps I don't feel support me anymore and a big part of that was understanding that food itself was an addiction Um, when I was in politics I was able to really stop that addiction but only by replacing it with an addiction of alcohol Um, and so whilst it was it was good that I wasn't putting on weight anymore 
it was also not good in a way because I was also putting my body through the paces of addiction. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a lot of healing that I think I'm still doing of my body from that period. Um, I used to binge drink so much that I pretty much, I, I believe I gave myself psoriasis. So it kind of got to a tipping point where my body was like, I cannot uphold this unsustainable way of living anymore. We cannot continue to drink. And so um, psoriasis is something that now afflicts a lot of the scalp region of my body. And uh, although I really enjoy picking at it and scratching, even though I shouldn't, it's also taught me a lot about, again, my relationship with my body. <sighs> but it's so big. Our body is so big and we are so big. We hold so many levels, so many multitudes, so many frequencies within us that it's impossible to say that we are one thing or the other. I think our bodies are, I don't know, I was, I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day, but how, I don't know if you guys have seen Rick and Morty, um, it's like the episode where they go into the body and the body's like an amusement park, and I was saying this to my bestie Matt the other day, I was like, I feel like a lot of the body is exactly like that, except maybe like infinite times bigger, immensely bigger. Because there are so many systems and layers and molecules and atoms that just move and create from nothing. The things that this body and this being that I am need, that we all are, they just create what we need when we need it. Without us even having to mandate it or ask for it. So when we step back and we sit in this place of understanding all that our body has been or ever has done for us without asking, with, without us having to ask or without asking for anything in return. It makes it such a, such a beautiful coming home into understanding how we can value and honor our bodies from this point forward. And I think that's where I'm at. I think this last bout of pain that I've just recently experienced has taught me a lot about how I engage with food still to this very day. It's not something that I've solved to this very day. It's something that has still continued to trouble me. And I think sometimes when we look at overeating or disordered eating or binge eating or purging, we definitely forget to look at the bigger picture. We sometimes just sit in this space of, well, the problem is obviously the disordered eating rather than, okay, what are perhaps the lifestyle factors that live underneath disordered eating? What are the deeper emotions that sift and swirl their way? What are the deeper emotions that sift and swirl their way through my experience that encourage me to eat disorderedly. And I think sometimes our perception of food as a society is definitely skewed. Like our plates are immense, but we really don't actually need that much food in order to survive. But food is one of the things that I feel that we feel brings us together. We commune over food. 
We eat with family over our, over our food. We eat with friends over food. We try out new restaurants. We go on degustation tours. We go to cafes and we eat brunch. And I think all of those things are immensely beautiful and they definitely have a place. But I also don't feel like we should be spending the majority of our paycheck on food, especially when food is and should be about nourishment. Intuitively, I think we all know these things deeply within ourselves. And I feel like that's something within me was speaking that I couldn't ignore anymore that empowered me, empowered me against my will, I'm going to say, empowered me against my will to really look deeply into the being that I was creating myself to be. And whether or not I wanted to continue to be that person. <sighs> but yes. Yes. I love you body. I feel like that's something we also don't say enough of. I love my body. I do my best not to curse my body when things go wrong with my body. But rather, I do my best to speak to my body and ask her or ask him what it needs. What does it want? What is it trying to tell me about myself through this pain or through this discomfort? Without that inner dialogue, I feel that our hearts sit in this place of deep sadness, of feeling unheard. And I feel like sometimes it doesn't even matter if other people don't hear you or see you. But when we don't hear or see ourselves, I think that is probably one of the most painful things for ourselves to experience on their own. And when we create that healing for ourselves, it's when we're able to sit in deep presence for ourselves, with ourselves. To say, hey, even though I'm in pain and even though this is uncomfortable... And even though I'm struggling to commune in a way that is beneficial, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to sit with this uncomfortable feeling. I'm going to sit with this feeling of sadness, of this deep feeling of pain within me. I'm not going to run away. And sometimes that can be the scariest thing that you might ever do as well, because society and the systems that we live in don't teach us to explore our own pain they teach us to run away from it and numb it and I've definitely been privy and responsible of numbing my own pain whether that be through alcohol or through painkillers or food or whatever it might be once we are able to understand that running away is the option that honors us the least I think that's when it becomes easier to hold that strength for ourselves to sit in that space of discomfort. And yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I am sitting in deep gratitude and I hope that a lot of these integrations about the body have been ultimately powerful for you. I know that they've been monumental for me to move through as well. Um, but I continue to reach into this place of gratitude because I know that it is also the doorway into feeling more myself. Mm. 
yeah and also this is this is also an important side note i feel like a lot of the time we don't necessarily understand that our bodies go through and our beings go through different cycles of awareness so whether that be uh, a moment of cocooning or whether that be a moment of chrysalis or whether that be a moment of emerging from the goo that we are um it really is such a powerful understanding to know that your best doesn't look the same ever every day depending on what you ate depending on how you moved depending on what you fed your soul is going to change every day is going to change depending on how you show up for yourself um and i think that's something that i'm beginning to really understand and so yeah yeah i'm kind of sitting at this incredible place of great change but also great gratitude for this juncture in time i've always really run away from change because instability and insecurity is one of my core wounds it scares the living hell out of me um but it's also something that i've been able to really move through and understand from a deeper level that it is essential for my growth as a human being on this plane of existence to go through this deep phase of change to have my belief systems my habits my behaviors completely shaken to the core in order to understand that there is a deeper and fuller me that i am excited and also willing to meet as well so yeah change is coming i mean change is tomorrow for me and that's kind of really terrifying but also very exciting um this year i think will hold so much so many so many many cool things um i mean for the podcast itself i'm really excited because i've got some really cool episodes lined up um i feel like definitely tapping into that divine masculine energy because i know last year we spoke to a lot of divine feminine energies but this year we're talking to uh, Clifton Nicholas Clifton he is a musician a hip hop artist a writer um an all-round top bloke and we had an incredible conversation about so many different things that i feel like we're definitely going to have to have a rehash at some point um just to go a little bit deeper into a lot of issues and i feel like that's something that's going to happen with a lot of the guests that appeared previously on the guidance podcast i have this deep desire to just dive deep and to really understand the things that motivate us as human beings and also as spiritual beings as well so i'm definitely at a party i'm definitely not the kind of person that you want to approach small talk with i'm definitely going to be like okay so what do you think about the human condition um which isn't everybody's cup of tea but that is okay because i know that i'm not everybody's cup of tea and that's probably a good thing cuz otherwise everybody going to drink the tea and mm no we're not having that one <laughs> Um and then I've got an incredible a few episodes I'm not even going to um name them all but I'll just name drop some some really cool people so I'm chatting to Jonathan um from Breakwave I've got a few um interviews lined up with the incredible Magda 
and Eli and who else? So many people. Oh, I'm really excited for this year. It's going to be so good. But yes, I digress. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about the sessions that I will be running this year as well. We'll be running a few different little events here and there, just a few um I think mostly creation, music, and art-based things because I know that that's something that I'm particularly um, flowingly passionate about. Um, and yeah, yeah, I um, I'm very privileged and grateful to be able to sit in this space of deep creation and um, joyous expression. And if that's something that you are hoping to move towards more of in this brand new year, 2023, please do get in touch because I feel like when creators connect and collaborate and create together, um, it just creates so much space for joyousness and for magic. There's no other better way to put it other than just magic. And yeah. I have a lot of faith in humanity. I'd like to say that I'm Team Earth. Um, and you've been listening to the Gardeness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for this little short episode. Um, and I'm very grateful that you've um, tuned in. Had a, had a bit of a geezy geese. Uh, our next episode is with Nicholas Clifton. We are going to be releasing that very shortly. We talk about all things from education to men's mental health to moving through the experience of being yourself in this day and age. So that's uh, it's such a good episode. There's going to be a few uh, snippets dropped on YouTube. The full episode is not going to be available on YouTube this time, um, which is a little bit of a change. But I think it'll be really, really good the way that we've decided to release it and um, package it. So I hope that you all enjoy what's to come. And again, feel free to get in touch. Uh, my door is always open. And yeah. Godness out. Oz.